0: Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And here's your host, Conrad Cushman. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and you are here for episode 94 of Everything Pro Wrestling. Uh, This is going to be an exciting show, a show by the fans, for the fans, but if you guys are watching me and this is your first time, do me a few favors, all three things. Number one, make sure you hit that like button for me, come on in, have a discussion in the chat. You guys can uh, talk about whatever is on topic. Uh, I know we're going to go through New Japan, the new beginning in Osaka, and then we are also going to go through some wrestling news at the end, maybe take a few questions, whatever you guys want to do for the podcast here. This is also being recorded, so if you guys want to listen to this on an audio level only, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, all of those links are in the link tree in the description, so make sure you guys show love. I also have the match card in the description as well. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying these with the live uploads. Um, if they're working, let me know. If they're not, hey, you know how it goes. Um, but with that being said, folks, let us get into this. Uh, I had a new cool thing just pop up on YouTube saying that we could capture top moments. That's pretty dope. Did not know that we had that. Pretty cool. I'll have to uh, see if I can mess with that to create a highlight video. Um, With that being said, though, we're going to go over everything with New Japan Pro Wrestling, the new beginning. Um, Before we do all of that, though, guys, I want to run down this entire card and let you know that we are having a giveaway on uh, Fight TV. We are giving away this pay-per-view for free. So if you guys type in the hashtag on Twitter... Uh, Fight, F-I-T-E, E-P-W, all one hashtag. You guys could possibly win this for free. And it's pretty simple. Uh, We're going to have you guys just retweet the event and then make sure you guys hit that like button as well. Helps out, helps more people see it. So we would love to have you guys win someone from Everything Pro Wrestling who watches every week win it. So increase your chances. Go on there and retweet that tweet for me. And uh, hopefully you're the winner. I'll be doing the uh, drawing soon, in a couple days. So make sure you guys are in it so you can win it. Uh, shout out to everybody who is doing a retweet for me as well on Twitter. Got a lot of people. I just saw Daily Smart give me a retweet. So thank you, brother. Shout out to the uh, Brain Buster Radio crew as well. What is going on, Donnie? I see you in the chat, brother. Um, let's talk about NJPW, shall we? We don't get enough love for New Japan Pro Wrestling on this show, so gotta talk about it a little bit here. So following Wrestle Kingdom, there was all this fallout. We knew where some things were going, and this is kind of the first big show after all of this. And they've had some shows in between then, uh, promoting stuff in the U.S. Uh, We've even had some titles switch hands as well. But we're going to uh, get into it. Uh, New Beginnings is not free, Sean. I'm giving it away for free on uh, Twitter. So make sure you guys find that uh, hashtag, fight, F-I-T-E-E-P-W, and you guys could possibly win it. So that's simple. Um, But the New Beginning tours have already begun, and this is kind of the climax to all of it in Osaka. So this is going to be a big, big show. A lot of people are excited about this show. Um, Just judging by the retweets and how many replies I got in the comments, uh, a lot of engagement on talking about this show. So a lot of people seem happy about it. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, we saw some of the fallout. We know that Naito is now Naito Two Belts. He is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He is also the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. He fulfilled his destiny Ah, see what I did there? Destino? Um, Yeah, he finally fulfilled his destiny in becoming the world champion. And he did it in such an epic way that he was able to keep the Intercontinental title as well. I thought it was a great event. Really cool, but we remember the ending of that show. Kenta shows up out of nowhere and uh, attacks him. And it looks like Kenta will be the first challenger to Naito 2 Belts. Uh, So that's probably going to be, or I'm sorry, not probably, that is going to be the main event of this show, and uh, it it looks like it's going to be epic. Um, We've got this event happening February 9th, Uh, it's going to be taking place at 2am, so they've released the full lineups for the event, and the main event of the first night on the Sapporo Tour, which uh, looks like Sean Harrington's bringing up in the chat. They had uh, Goto defending the uh, never open weight title against Shingo. And that was a really good match if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out. Uh, let's see here. Sean Harrington said, I watched uh, New Beginning Sapporo. Really good. Predictable, but still really good. Provoking predictability doesn't always ruin quality. Sean, I am one of the biggest spokesmen for that. I, could, I got into it today, kind of. Not got into it. We were having uh, friendly discussions in the Everything Pro Wrestling Facebook group. You guys can join by typing in Everything Pro Wrestling group. And um, we were talking about that. And someone said, oh, that was real predictable. And I'm like, predictability is not bad. I don't want to swerve for the sake of having a swerve. If you do it, make it good. So I'm 100% behind you on that, Sean Harrington. And he said, oh, I know it's not free. It's on its own. Laugh out loud. I came in just as you were mentioning the contest. I don't have Twitter, but I guess I need it now. Sean, always got to have Twitter, brother. Uh, you can give me a follow. You can see it down below here on the screen at EPW Show. Make sure you guys give me a follow. Um, <clears throat> but like you said, there were, there were a lot of good matches on the show setting up to this night so let us talk about this match it's going to be taking place in osaka joe hall Uh, this is going to be one of those shows that (sighs) brings you an experience um i think that there's a lot of matches on here that people were like okay this this is going to be a step up a step in the right direction we're going to run through all of them really quick give our predictions as well Uh, shout out to Taylor Lawrence who just asked to join the Everything Pro Wrestling group. I appreciate that. So, thank you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to approve this live on air because I gave you a shout out. You probably want to be in the group right away. Uh, hopefully you just saw this and you were like, yeah, let me make sure I get in there. So, as you can see, I'm going on the phone. I have someone who just asked to join the group. And thank you very much. You are now a member of the Everything Pro Wrestling Group. Let's start with this. Um, So we have a big eight-man tag here. looks like we got a lot of the legends in this one. Uh, We've got Nakaishi. We've got Tenzan, Kojima, and uh, Nagata. Blue Justice. uh, Versus Makabe, uh, Hanma, Hanre, and Taguchi it's a you could take this one either way who's going to take this who's picking up the victory in this one um, in my personal opinion I am going to go with uh, Nagata Nakanishi Tenzon and Kojima for the victory here I'm just just guessing I have no idea why I picked them but uh, I think they need some momentum back on their side the last couple times I've seen uh, Yuji Nagata in the ring he's lost uh, same with Tenzon and a couple of the others. Um, actually, everybody on that team. So why not give them a win? Let's have them build back up some momentum. They could definitely use it, in my opinion. Uh, let us get into the next match, which is for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. We have the current champions of Show and Yo versus El Desperado and Kane Maru for the titles here. Um, this has been a really good... Good kind of few that we've seen constantly and this is one of the problems with the tag team divisions in New Japan Pro Wrestling They're just so weak right now, and I'm hoping that they kind of inject some other people into this and Eventually pick up the uh, steam with the division uh, I like Rapungi 3k a lot and I think that they should be the champions right now They're one of the best junior tag teams in that division. So I say we just let them uh, rock out and ooh, Sorry uh, I think that we should just let them, uh, rock out, continue, let them keep their belts here. Um, uh-oh, Sean Harrington says he doesn't see the old Lions winning. How dare you, good sir? I, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to stick with my pick. Uh, Sean is obviously opposite, but in this one though, uh, showing you'll keep the belt. Rapungi 3K. I don't see any reason to put the titles back on El Desperado and Maru at this point. I really wasn't the biggest fan with them with the titles. I'm not saying that they're bad, but there's not that many teams. I don't know. It's hard to be excited about the tag team division in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's just meh, you know? Um, let's see here. We also have another match. We have uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi with Kota Ibushi, Juice Robinson, and David Finley versus The Bullet Club. We will have Tamatanga, Tonga, Tonga Loa, Uh, Yujiro, Takahashi, and Chase Owens all on one team here. Uh, For this one, I'm going to have to go with the baby faces: Tanahashi, Kota, Ibushi, Juice Robinson, David Finley. Now, I was just talking about title changes that happened. Finjuice lost the tag team titles back to the Gorillas of Destiny. I have no idea why that happened. Um, Baffles me. I, I've got nothing on that one. I don't know what they're doing with that. They've probably got a lot going on with it. But, um, yeah, you got to give this to the babyface. I think Tanahashi needs a win. Kota Ibushi, I don't know if he's wrestling on this. I know Kota Ibushi was really sick for a little bit here. Um, he, he was having a hard time. He had something going on. I don't even want to say it because it sounded bad. But it was something with his like, throat. He was sick. I don't know if it's from the flu, I don't know if he took a chop the wrong way, landed on his neck the wrong way, but get well, Coda, and I hope that when you're coming back you're 100%. Um, but the babyfaces need to win here. Finn Juice needs to get some momentum. I was starting to dig them as a tag team and then you just took the belts right off of them. I don't understand why they do this to Juice Robinson uh jpq don't answer that um yeah i just i don't know what they're doing with them here man it's like baby what are you doing (laughs) you're killing me but i think these guys are going to pick up the win here uh i definitely could see uh takahashi or chase owens taking the pen in this one too just for the record um yeah so give me the baby faces for the win Uh, let's go into the chat here and see what they are saying Uh, Why New Japan Pro Wrestling needs to be open with more working agreements to help the divisions that are hurting. I think that those tag divisions and other companies are really good. And they could really use some uh, injection of, I don't want to say new blood, but some just different faces in the tag division. That's a good point, Sean. let me see, was that in the U.S.? I believe so, Sean. I think uh, that did happen in the uh, U.S. shows when they had them. Kota needs a win after Wrestle Kingdom disappointment. Yes, I think they're telling a long-term story here with Kota Ibushi, though. Um, not Nothing bad. They're, they're just taking their time with Kota, telling a story. That's what you need to do. That's what you got to do. And I like it. So, I'm cool with that. Let's move on to the next match here. We've got... Uh, Okada this is so weird to see Okada's name in the middle of the card Okada and Will Ospreay representing chaos uh, Versus Chi and Zack Sabre jr. Now this is all going to be leading to a uh, a matchup here eventually with Chi and Okada I feel like I feel like they still have to have this kind of big blow-off match and I kind of like Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre jr. Going back and forth here a little bit Um they had a little bit of a match going at it for the Rev Pro uh, British Heavyweight Championship. I like it. I like what they're doing. Um, and I like that they've been having Zack Sabre Jr. pick up some victories here. But in this one, I can't go against Okada, man. I see Okada and Will Osprey coming out on top here. Uh, tai Chi's probably going to be the one to eat the pen after eating a rainmaker. And uh, they pick up the victory in this one. Seems pretty much like a layup, in my opinion, for uh, what they're going to be doing. No complaints. No complaints, man. Um, eventually, I would like to see Okada and Will Ospreay mix it back up again, too. Will Ospreay's been doing a, a banger of a job this year, man. I think this dude's got big things coming in 2020 if he keeps putting on these spectacle matches that he has been. Uh, let's get into the next match. We have Sonata versus Jay White. Um to me, this is kind of the step it up match. Now I don't know how Sean and Flood and Donnie and everyone else in the live chat feels. Uh, what is going on, Mr. Floodwater? Um I think that both of these guys need a win here really badly. Um on one side you got Sonata. Sonata to me is a future world heavyweight champion, you have to book him right, you have to protect him, and you have to think, what are we doing with Sonata going forward at all times, because he's someone who I would love to see in that world title picture, but Rob's going to kill me for this, he's not a fan when I say this, but we also have to look at our good friend Jay White, Jay White is one of the top heels in New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, the leader of the Bullet Club, which seems kind of weird that the leader of the Bullet Club isn't in the main event of this one. Like I said, there's been, they've been teasing some dissension in Bullet Club, I feel. Kind of on the low. Kind of just like, oh, no one's paying attention to this. And maybe it will all come to a head eventually. Um, I don't know here, man. Um, this is one of the toughest matches I feel to pick in this. I am going to say that Sonata needs this victory more than Jay White could totally be wrong I feel like I'm going to be wrong it's weird I'm picking with my heart instead of the the money pick like I usually do I'm gonna go with Sonata here uh Jay White got some victories um recently I I don't know here man uh Sonata Sonata for the win period I have no reason I'm a bigger Sonata fan so we're gonna go with our heart Uh, let's talk about the IWGP junior heavyweight title here. Now there's a story behind this one and you guys have been hearing us talk about this on the podcast for over a year at this point. Uh, we have the current junior heavyweight champion Takahashi versus Ryu Lee, which is Dragon Lee, uh, the current ring of honor television champion. We all know Takahashi went out with a broken neck due to, uh, Dragon Lee Uh, They had a mix-up on that power-bomb move that he does where he folds up your neck, claps his hands, and then usually he bridges. Uh, Takahashi went flying out and landed terribly on his neck. Broke his neck, was out for over a year, and he made his triumphant return and wins the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight title from Will Ospreay. They've got a story here. They have a story, and I feel like this is the perfect story to have Takahashi kind of slay the dragon and defeat Ryuli. Lee. Ryuli's doing his own thing in Ring of Honor at this point, but I do feel like Takahashi needs that victory for redemption for his neck. And um, this is the perfect place to do it, man. Uh, he needs the win. Let Takahashi make it happen, brother. Uh, I, it's a simple story to tell. You can't screw this up, right? Uh, Rockstar Savage in the house. What is good? I pull up in a tank like Blackheart. (laughs) I did like that, uh, on NXT this week. Sonata is a future world champ. Uh, Donnie agrees with that. Um, Sean Harrington says Sonata will win the IC title this year, I believe. I think Jay White needs, uh... Needs it a little more, plus White versus Naito have some great matches together. If Sonata wins it, it'll be with the O'Connor bridge. Yeah. Sean, I'm feeling the same way, bro. That's why I said, like, in my heart, I'm like, oh, I think this is going to happen. But I I just picked picked with my heart, but my mind's telling me Jay White's winning this, like you said. Uh, Jay White needs that push to get back into that upper main event level versus how... uh, Like you said, Sonata could win the Intercontinental title for a little bit. Like I said, I think it's going to be a little bit slower of a climb for him to get back in that world title picture. Um, If they even tease that move that hurt uh, Hiromu, I'm going to be pissed myself. Uh, Slay the dragon. Nice pun. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. But, yeah, they're probably going to tease the move. You kind of have to uh, because that's part of the redemption for it, and Ryu Lee's a competitor. So... They're probably going to tease it, but I do feel like he is going to uh, see what happens when the taking time bomb is in that ring and he is going down for the count in this one. So give me that one for the uh, victory, and I think we're going to call uh Ryuli defeated that night. So give me Takahashi for the win. I'm going to take a drink of water, I know people like when I announce this, someone told me that Uh, (laughs) in one of my reviews recently. So we're going to have a little bit of a drink here. (sighs) Bottoms up folks. So let's get into what I think everyone's most looking forward to. Uh, This seems like the biggest match and to me it's like a double main event and this is one of two. You've got the IWGP United States Championship match. We have John Moxley defending his belt against Minoru Suzuki. Do you guys know how badly a lot of us have been wanting this match? John Moxley, Minoru Suzuki. Uh, this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a brawl. There is going to be asses kicked in this one. That's as nice as I can uh, put it. Thank you, Flood, for the drinking in, man. <laughs> the water was good. Uh, my, my throat is dying today. Um, so, John Moxley is defending the IWGP US title. What a year this man has had. Think about this. Not too long ago, it was like announced that he was leaving the WWE to take time off or whatever. We, we didn't know what he was doing at the time. In May, he shows up at AEW. And the dude is about to be in the AEW world title match at the end of the month. This has been a hell, a hell of a ride for him. And uh, I'm happy for Moxley, but I think this is a match that fans have been dreaming to see since Moxley appeared in New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is going to be one of the most dominant matches that uh, a wrestling fan Will want to see. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be one person does everything, but I do feel that this is going to be a major brawl uh, happening amongst all of this. Uh, this is going to be a fight. Rockstar Savage said, "Hell yeah, dude! They're going to brawl throughout in this." Um, I don't know what else to expect, man. I, I want to see people go through tables. I want to see fighting in the crowd. Um, but who do you guys think wins this one? This is a tough one to call. Some people see Suzuki winning the title. I'm sticking with Moxley for the, my prediction. Uh, John Moxley is going to be the guy, I think, who wins this match. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Moxley just seems like the guy to go with. He wants to be in New Japan. Give him a reason to be in New Japan and let him rock out. That's just that's how I see it. There's there's no other way for you to go with this. Let us get into the next match, which is the main event. We have uh Tosia Naito versus Kenta. IWGP, Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. Champ Champs defending both belts in this one. I I can't I can't wait to see this one, man. Uh Kenta, someone who was totally misused in WWE. I get I get part of it. The man was injured, and I think he would have been the NXT champion and gotten Finn Balor's moment where he beat Kevin Owens in Japan. I think that was supposed to be Kenta's moment. He never got there. He got injured, um, and then he had that terrible power slam accident that happened to him as well. The man couldn't catch a break. His surgeries weren't going right. He had to have surgery again. Nothing worked, and by the time he got back up on his horse, it was already gone. They they had kind of given up on him and moved to other people. I don't like it, man. Uh, But in New Japan, I love Kenta. I know a lot of people boo him. They put him in, like, that never open weight division. Nah, Kenta's the real deal, bro. Uh, I think that he has been soured on for too long. But I think people are starting to come around to him now. And I see a lot of people like, oh, yeah, I like Kenta now. He's good, dude. I'm telling you. Um, But... You can't beat Naito here. Naito just got the belts. Uh, I think you're going to have to let him rock. And to me, this is kind of a a softening blow for Naito to uh, get in there with a Bullet Club member but still pick up the win. I think the big money match that they might tease going towards is Jay White. Like I said, I did pick Sonata because of my heart. But Jay White makes a lot of sense like Sean brought up earlier. Um... It's just what it is. Uh, Naito for the victory. I think he keeps both belts. He celebrates. I don't know if there's a Bullet Club beatdown afterwards. I don't know what's going to happen in this one. Uh, Let's go to the chat and see what they were going to say. Back to the Moxley and Suzuki. We had this is going to be a fight. Hell yes, this is the match to see. Mox versus Suzuki, who wins uh, by being able to see it. Oh, who wins? I win by being able to see it. Excuse me. Uh, but I think Moxley losing at Sapporo clean leads to Moxley getting his win back to retain. But if he loses, uh, I would not be disappointed. No cameraman or Young Lions is safe for this match. Yeah, casualties will be had, uh, Sean. Uh, Rockstar Savage says Moxley wins. Kenta is the heat magnet. Yes, he is. Kenta's got that real heel heat. He sits on people's chest with his legs folded up. Crisscross applesauce, bro. You, you don't know, man. Kenta is a legend. I agree with that. Um, Thomas Poster said Naito all the way. I agree with that, Thomas. 100% bro. Nothing wrong with it. Now that's going to cover us into our uh, New Japan promotion for all of this. And if you guys are listening to me live, thank you guys so much. We're going to stick around though because I'm going to go through some of the news on se scoops.com. Give them their credit. Uh, We're going to run through some of the latest stories and kind of talk about some things. So if you're in the chat, I'm going to need you to make sure that you stay in here for a second. Uh, We're going to run through some crazy stories that we're seeing. Get some people's thoughts on what's going on right now in the world of WWE. um, Whatever's happening in the news. So make sure you stick with us after you hear a word from our sponsors, Powerslam.tv and Everything College Basketball. 99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB Podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcasts and sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it brother all right and folks we are back big shout out to my good friends everything college basketball josh burton has an excellent podcast this week uh coming up talking about the acc and how There's only probably three teams right now who are going to make it into the tournament. This is wild. Is this the worst that the ACC's ever been? And powerslam.tv, the place where you can go using the code EPWSHOW and get one month to watch independent wrestling. On your boy, everything pro wrestling. So make sure you guys take advantage of that code. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. More water. Had to get some more water. Little Quality H2O. Let's talk about the wrestling news, shall we? Uh, Hell yeah, bro. Sean Harrington says he's sticking around. I never got an alert for a Raw report. Did you do one last night? I do not do Monday Night Raw reviews anymore. This would be a perfect time to explain this, Sean. Uh, I don't like being aggravated. So, I didn't want to come on here and be a negative Nancy every single week. Uh, Just... Complaining about Raw. And I think Raw's been better recently. I think Raw's better than SmackDown. 100%. SmackDown has been terrible. It's it's unwatchable, I feel. Anything that is the A-show and Vince has his hands in, it's not good, man. I don't know what it is. I don't want to complain about, like, all this WWE stuff, man. Especially SmackDown. I've been taking uh, some of my things and... Just putting them to the side. I don't mind talking about Raw and SmackDown and everything else. And I would love to review NXT, but I've dedicated my focus to AEW, so I talk about something different because WWE has so many pay-per-views that I usually review and preview every month. I'm trying my best here to hang on tight, keep it up. Um, like I said, Raw's been good. And speaking of Raw, let's talk about their viewership. That's the first thing that we're going to talk about. Donnie says Raw sucks. I don't think so, Donnie. I think the three-hour sucks. I've never been an advocate for three-hour Monday Night Raws. Uh, I just can't. I can't. Three hours is too long for anything. I just went to the movies uh, this Monday. I missed all of Raw. I went to go see Bad Boys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did come home. I checked out the show kind of in the quick YouTube clip form. And I thought it was all right. Uh, but look at the steady thing that we've noticed. Now, this is a breakdown courtesy of show Buzz Daily. Hour 1, they had 2.318 million, a little bit down from last week, and then Hour 2 had 2.1, and then Hour 3 had 2.0, right? Their numbers go down throughout the show because people don't want to watch that long. I know I can't be the only person. Uh, It's just what happens with the demos. The the Lana, Liv Morgan, Bobby Lashley stuff, it was doing good numbers for them with the wedding and everything else. People love to see a a cluster F happen on these shows. And that's exactly what they've been. People love that stuff, though. Why do people watch Love and Hip Hop? It's the exact same thing. Uh, People just love that drama and, oh, there's some crazy stuff that's going to happen. That's something that would get uh, a casual person who's turning the channel. What kind of wedding is this? People jumping out of cakes, ruining things. That's exactly what people want when it comes to it. Uh, Let's see here. Maybe you could do a day where you just go over Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. I've even thought about just dedicating the podcast to that, Sean. Uh, something different. Uh, I tend to watch ROH, NXT UK, and Impact on Fridays. Um, Impact? I, I catch parts of Impact. I don't watch it on the regular, though. Um, NXT UK got dropped as soon as AEW came, and Ring of Honor is not consistent enough in my area to where I can watch it. It just comes on at weird times, and I just don't have the, uh, consistency to watch it. But I do review their pay-per-views. Uh... Flood says, I don't mind it now. I'm used to it now. Yeah, three hours is just too long, though, Flood. I I will never get used to that. Uh, PR Nightmare says, don't blame you. I haven't watched WWE at all besides the pay-per-views. It's probably the easiest way to keep up with the PR Nightmare. And honestly, what have you been missing on Raw? Very rarely do you miss anything. Uh, Let's see here. Raw is watchable over SmackDown, Uh, Rockstar Savage says. Three hours is a killer, in his opinion. Uh, WWE has lost 50% of his TV audience since Raw after Royal Rumble 15. How true is that flood? I, I don't know if they lost 50% of them. I'll say this. A lot of people are cutting the cord. And you have to remember, there's a lot of people watching Raw, I guess you, you could say illegally, on the internet. They find other means and resources to watch it. You also have people who watch up just on YouTube. Let me get the quick version of it. Fans and their viewing habits are changing people and their viewing habits are changing. I like parking myself in front of a television screen to watch it, but not everyone does. I like playing video games on a video game console. A lot of kids and younger people, all about the telephone. It depends. Things are changing. Like I said, this is always with you. It's always accessible. Always could put money on it, have it ready, loaded, ready to go. Things are changing. So, we'll have to see what happens with their audience and how things are actually changing. And DVR numbers, too. Um, Sean just said, I DVR Impact and ROH and watch when I can. NXT UK is uh, slept on. I agree, Rockstar Savage. I I enjoyed it when I did watch it. It's just, once AEW got in there, man, I I can't turn my back on it. And I just don't feel there's enough exciting characters for me to be invested in on NXT UK. Wrestlemania uh, source uh, When WWE went to BT Sport, uh, I went legit Laugh out loud, S- silly flood Flood is in across the pond in uh, Ireland, let's get into our Next story here though uh, Only starting to watch Raw now because It's Mania season, that's not Bad uh, Let's talk about the next Thing which is details on WWE having Talks with Sting for a Super Showdown Appearance Yikes. Um, It just depends on how people feel about uh, Sting. I don't know what they can do at this point. Do you guys still want to see Undertaker versus Sting? Is that a match that you still want? At WrestleMania 27, I thought that was the lead up, man. I thought when we saw that house with the rain and the numbers, I was like, yo, that's got to be Sting. They got you hyped for it. They had that fake Joker card with Undertaker on it, like Sting was going to do something. They got me, man. They got me all hyped up, and I was disappointed. At this point, though, I think the money match is Sting and Undertaker in a tag team match versus somebody. You got to get some guys in there who could bump around for them. Let the legends do their thing. Let them showcase themselves. Put on a show. Go home. That's it. If you want them to have the one match, let them take their time. Let them build this up. And I, I honestly, I would say let these two ride off into the sunset if you're going to do that. Let it happen at a big Mania show, whatever, wherever they want to do it. They're legends, but they got to start figuring out how they're going to uh, go off into the sunset, in my opinion. I know that it's up to them, but Sting and The Undertaker, I don't want to see something happen to them. When Sting hurt his neck in that match against Seth Rollins, I legitimately like felt bad. Um, not because of anything that just happened. It was just like, dude, I don't want to see you do that. They really didn't need to do a second turnbuckle powerbomb in that match at, I don't know if it was Clash of the Champions or Night of Champions. They didn't need to do that spot twice and that messed Sting up, man. It wasn't worth it. Uh, Let's see here. It's Super Showdown season. That's enough for me not to bother watching. (laughs) Sean is terrible. Rockstar Savage calls it Blood Money 5. Let's see here. I want Taker to retire, Flood says. Don't ruin his legacy. Undertaker and Kane versus Sting and Abyss. Whoa, that's that's some TNA booking right there. I like that, though. That'd be a wild match if they let them go wild, I should say. Undertaker versus Sting has always been a dream match for me. Uh, I don't want it anymore. Dang, Donnie lost the passion. Um, oh, we're going to get into that, too, Rockstar Savage. Believe that. So let's see what everybody's saying here on the dirt sheets. According to SE SC Scoops, An update on where things stand with WWE and WWE Hall of Famer Sting has surfaced online. During Royal Rumble weekend, PW Insider reported that there had been a lot of talk about Sting being a major part of Super Showdown. This sparked speculation that he could make a return to the show. Sting spoke with WWE officials at the time of the report being released. It is noted uh, that the deal wasn't done, but the conversations have proceeded so far, and there is some belief that Sting could appear at the Royal Rumble to start hyping his return. Clearly, this didn't happen. Fast forward to Tuesday... PWI Insider released uh, an update saying that they were told on Monday that those talks to bring bring Sting in for the show have died down. Thus, it appears that a deal wasn't reached and Sting won't be appearing at the show. However, WWE, uh, you know, anything is possible and they are bringing Goldberg in for the show and it's not likely at this time that Sting will be there. In 2015, it was revealed that Sting had spinal stenosis and wouldn't be medically cleared he has retired from pro wrestling since then. Yeah, but we heard the same thing for Edge and a lot of people. And it seems funny when you're getting offered a contract from another company, hashtag AEW. Um, it's funny how all of a sudden you can become medically cleared. Same with Daniel Bryan. I don't want to be a jerk about it, but honestly, think about this. when Dan- I thought it was too fishy that Daniel Bryan's contract was coming up. He said he was leaving if they wouldn't let him wrestle. You're clear. So you you benched him because you were worried for his health. And now all of a sudden, no, he's clear. He's good. They just believed in it. I don't know, man. I find that very, very tough to, uh, to believe in here. I'm going to uh, jump into another story. I kind of scrolled down a little bit here. But Goldberg is heading back to WWE television on SmackDown Live. The company announced on Monday Night Raw this week that the WWE Hall of Famer is going to be on SmackDown this week in San Jose, California on Fox. Uh, Goldberg is probably going to be hyping up a match for the Super Showdown show. The question is, what is the match? What is he going to hype up? Some people believe it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, Spear versus Spear. I would love to see Matt Riddle versus Bill Goldberg. Bro versus bro. (laughs) Bro. Uh, That would be something so funny to watch, but I don't think it's happening. I can see Roman and Goldberg teaming up, too. Easily. Uh, Rockstar Savage says it's going to be Roman Goldberg at Super Showdown. Is it really Reigns and Goldberg? I thought it would end up being Goldberg and Corbin. It could be. could be that, too. Uh, Slam Hub Wrestling said same thing happened with Edge. Yes, it did. Uh, Edge came back as well. Yeah, I think he's referring back to what I was saying about Sting. I think Sting's going to wrestle another match. He's got one more match in him, and I think he wants to make it count for something very, very important. Let the guy have his moment if that's what he wants. Just keep him protected. Nothing crazy. Basic match. Do your thing. Uh, Danielson getting cleared was the first proof that the AEW effect is a real thing. Floodwater says he hates Matt Riddle. Well, boo you, good sir. Boo. Matt Riddle's the ultimate bro, <laughs> don't you ever? Uh, Matt Riddle is nice, Rockstar Savage just said. Matt Riddle is grounded. That's not happening. <laughs> Matt Riddle's got a uh, a big match coming up at NXT Takeover Portland. Cannot wait for that show. Um, I believe it's on the sixteenth. Let me check the calendar here. Uh, if I can, is it gonna pull up? Yeah, it'll be on Sunday the 16th. So next week, we'll probably be doing a preview of NXT TakeOver Portland uh, for you guys. Even if Riddle, uh, Ken Goldberg, even if Riddle versus Goldberg happened, uh, Vince would make Riddle get squashed. Nah, I don't like that, Sean. Don't don't say that. Come on. Come on. Uh, Yeah, but he's coming back. We also had uh, Rhea Ripley come around teasing a match with Charlotte. The wrestling community seems to be divided on this one. I'm not looking it up as news. I just wanted to talk about this for a second. The Rhea Ripley-Charlotte stuff is interesting to me. I feel like Charlotte has uh, no room to fight Becky again, and I don't want to see her fight Bailey. The only option seems like it's Rhea Ripley. But what what happens if Charlotte... Does Charlotte win this? Does she become the NXT Women's Champion again? Or excuse me, NXT Champion, I should have said. Uh, Does Charlotte just win this championship and that's what it is? I I don't know. I don't know if this is the right move. But this is a big match for Rhea Ripley. And I'm sure she's hyped for it. So I don't want to kind of like poo-poo on her parade. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good match though. If this goes to WrestleMania, this will be a great match. I'm just curious to see how it all plays out. In my opinion, um, I thought Vince was high on Riddle. I see what you did there, Rockstar. I see what you did there. Um, yeah, so this is this is a, a moment for Rhea Ripley, and uh, I look forward to seeing what happens with it, with her and Charlotte. There's not too much to say. I'm kind of on the wait-and-see approach. Um, we found out yesterday Brock Lesnar received his opponent for Super Showdown. So who is Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against? No one... No one saw this one coming before uh, a week or two ago. Ricochet. Ricochet won a triple threat match against Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley to become the winner here. Uh, I thought that Lashley could have won this as well. Just to get that Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley match that people have been wanting to see for years out of the way. Um, But I like this use of uh, Lesnar at Super Showdown lesnar could finally put be put against people who we would never see him against and i think that's very important i want to see matches against lashley cesaro uh sheamus let these guys go in there and wrestle brock they can they don't have to win let them just have a competitive match a little bit uh i think that would be really really dope um oh I, I went too fast past the uh, flare stuff Uh, maybe WWE's way to keep Flair out of the spotlight a little bit. Uh, Belair versus Charlotte would be better, Rockstar Savage said. Uh, Sean Harrington says, I hate the Charlotte Ripley stuff. It overshadowed Bianca Belair. Honestly, yes, that is a good point, Sean. Uh, Bianca Belair is the number one contender to Rhea Ripley's, uh, championship. And I think they could use that as fuel, though, on Wednesday. Like, Bianca's tired of being overlooked, and, uh, she gets some heat on Rhea Ripley. Uh, we had Ruby Riot return as well. Rick, Ricochet is going to lose to Brock. This is just a showcase match for him. I hope that they let him get to do some things. Like I think him and Brock could really do some good stuff. If, even if they give him a few minutes, I'm not saying let it last long, but let Ricochet kind of show what he can do. Show Brock's power off F5, take it to the building. That's it. Um, Ruby Riot return to attack and turn on Liv Morgan. I only saw that part of the beat down afterwards. A uh, weird kind of heel turn. I really felt like Ruby Riot should have stayed off of TV until after Mania. I think she would have had a bigger pop and kind of been like a highlighted person. But then bringing her back early, I don't know what this leads to. I don't see her being into a a big Mania match. I think she may be in someone's corner, vice versa. Maybe we get a big women's tag match with like Lana, Ruby Riott. Maybe it's Team Lana versus Team Live. I don't know what they're doing here with this. I just think that Ruby will be like diminished in a couple of months, and we won't even be remembering this. That's just me. Bel Air is whoa. Uh, I think you meant the EST flood. <laughs> EST, a uh, little typo there. Uh, Ruby Riot Live feud. Yeah, I'm not not feeling this. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's better than I think it is, but I'm not. I'm not feeling this. Uh, Taya Valkyrie brought up the Iron Sheik Massacre will be released in 2020. Uh, It is a movie that is coming out about Sheiky, baby. Come on, Bubba. Come on, Bubba. Um, Taya Valkyrie and her husband... Uh, is working, excuse me, Ty Valkyrie is working alongside her husband, John Morrison, on a horror film, a premise that many wrestling fans will likely find quite entertaining. The film is called The Iron Sheik Massacre. It focuses on a toy Iron Sheik doll that becomes uh, possessed, we'll say. And uh, the doll then targets a group of new school wrestlers who feels, uh, who he feels are insulting the old school wrestling traditions. The crazy doll of uh, Iron Sheik will be done and voiced by no one other than the Iron Sheik himself Um, yeah I am down to see this this sounds like some crazy bad stuff and I love horror films so that would be something that we may want to see Kalisto and AJ Styles are both out with separated shoulders right now Uh, sucks to hear about that I really wish that they weren't but we'll see what happens with it. And let's talk about two more stories real quick, guys. Um, hold on here. <laughs> Flood said there was no typo there. I am not repeating what you wrote then, good sir. Uh, new Riot Squad. Ruby, Shotzi, and Rhea. Mm. I, I don't. I feel like Rhea would be too big to be in that group, though, Rockstar. I can see Shotzi being in it, but I don't know about... Uh, I don't know. You'd have to find a different person maybe to go in there. And what happened to Sarah Logan? Just, she's just nothing, huh? Uh, Ruby is, lives. Oh, I can't repeat this. I can't repeat that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens with NXT and the whole uh, women's division leading up to WrestleMania. Kalisto and AJ Styles are out with separated shoulders. Hopefully, uh, they will be back in time for WrestleMania season. Would hate to see people miss out on a payday. Um, But it looks like a lot of people are dealing with injuries. Take care of your bodies leading up to Mania, guys. Uh, I know some of them want to do crazy bumps. Like AJ hurt himself on taking that spear from Edge. Not worth it, man. Just uh, do your thing. Go out there and have a match. Have fun. But uh, don't, don't take any risks right now. And I hope that these two are back in time. Last two stories. Number one, Timothy Thatcher. Reportedly, signs with WWE. Now, Timothy Thatcher is the former Evolve World Heavyweight Champion. Um, the, the guy is the guy is amazing. Timothy Thatcher is someone who is a wrestler. A dude who's not on social media. Somebody who is just a legitimate ass kicker. And he's going to go in the ring, wrestle, and do his thing. Um, good to see him in here. Uh, so both Squared Circle Sirens and PW Insider have confirmed this. They said the 36-year-old has been at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando this week. Uh, I would love to see him go to the NXT UK brand. I think they need a lot of help to elevate that brand. Let him work with Shawn Michaels. I think it'll be well worth it, uh, for everybody involved there. So... If you haven't, Timothy Thatcher's got matches. Uh, I really like his match against Lowkey at at MLW, and that's the match that they have featured here in this video. Really good stuff. So if you've never seen him, like I said, I would type in Timothy Thatcher Evolve, Timothy Thatcher MLW. Get familiar with him. See if you like it, man. Like I said, he may wind up on NXT UK. That's where I would put him. He might even be the guy to defeat Walter. Uh, Thatcher last wrestled in December in a victory over Cassius Ono on a progress show. Uh, from Sheffield, South Yorkshire, England, UK. Prior to that, Thatcher has also been wrestling for MLW. Thatcher most recently advanced to the semifinals of MLW's Opera Cup. So, he's been wrestling. He's been around. Let the guy get some shine. Good to see it. Uh, Sean Harrington said that Thatcher needs to be an NXT lifer. He will not make it on Raw or SmackDown. Thatcher in the NXT UK would be great, and he's a believable guy to dethrone Walter. I agree with that, Sean hundred percent um nxt lifer yes i think he still should get matches on raw and smackdown here and there though see how the people react to him that's what i say why not it doesn't hurt uh i forgot to even bring this up braun Strowman won the intercontinental title from shinsuke yeah not a fan of it really uh, I like I love Shinsuke as the champion. I think Shinsuke deserves a lot more. I feel really bad for him, but hopefully he gets that match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. My fingers are crossed that we get to see that. Um, last thing that we're going to talk about here has nothing really to do with wrestling, but kind of is. The XFL. Uh, special shout out to my boy Connor, who has the Inside the XFL podcast. Um, make sure you guys check that out. The XFL kicks off its 2020 season on Saturday when the Seattle Dragons take on the D.C. Defenders. Now, a lot of people are saying that they expect Vince McMahon to lose $375 million in the first three seasons of the XFL. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're being very bold, good sirs. Three seasons. They didn't even make it past two the last time. Let's see if they can do that. Um, I think they just have to play their cards right with this one. Don't overspend. See what the viewership looks like. Don't have Jesse Ventura going into cheerleading locker rooms. Don't do any of that foolishness this time. Make a league. Make it serious. And hopefully maybe one day you guys could partner up with the NFL and be kind of like their their farming system. That would be, to me, the goal in what I would want to do here. Uh, Donnie just brought up MLW, Dragon Gate Partnership. That is something that is hashtag tremendous. I agree. Um, So this is Vince McMahon's second attempt to resurrect the league. WWE and Vince McMahon are being sued by WWE stockholders in regards to the NFL. WWE stockholders from the Oklahoma Firefighters Pension Fund have filed suit against Vince McMahon and WWE seeking transparency in the relationship between WWE and the XFL. Um. Yeah, people just want to make sure they know where the money's coming from at this point with Vince, and Vince got rid of two of his corporate heads this week too. Like that was no joke. Uh, their stock went tumbling down. Uh, I I like talking stocks and everything else too. If you guys know me outside of pro wrestling, and them getting rid of the two people who would have or taken over. Excuse me. Taking over the company when Vince McMahon was gone is uh, is wild. I never thought that we would see uh, the top two people who could have taken over just gone like that because they had a disagreement with Vince McMahon. But is Vince's company. He does what he wants. Now the question is, who do you bring in? I can't see Triple H being a CEO one day for the WWE. I think Triple H will always be in charge of like wrestling operations Uh, handling stuff within the business because he understands it. He gets it. He can always have spots for him, Sean, Road Dogg, X-Pac, Hall, Nash. These guys know pro wrestling. I get it. I just don't see Triple H in that CEO role. Maybe Stephanie. Maybe Shane. Shane's got background in being in charge of companies too. But uh, it's going to be very interesting to see who comes in and how the momentum shifts with the stock. Uh, I don't think they've had their official financial call yet, but I also haven't checked it out in a little bit. Be really good here. Um, and lost a billion dollars. They didn't lose a billion dollars. They lost a billion dollars in value. So not not technically a billion, but they, they're going to take some hits because of uh, live events and everything else. But they've got guaranteed money coming in from the Saudi shows, the Fox deals, the TV rights fees is where they're making their money right now. You got to know where your bread is buttered and what you're doing with it. Uh, rumor is Shane is the heir apparent again. Ooh. Don't, don't mess with me, Rob. Don't mess with me. <laughs> that would actually be, I, dude, I want to see Shane McMahon versus Triple H. I know so many people are probably hating me right now or grown. Like, no more Shane. That would be a dope match, in my opinion. I think Shane always has this, like, hatred towards Triple H because he married his sister. Don't know why. But I want to see the match, man. He came in, tried to take over his family's company, and Shane's going to fight for what's his. That would be a dope uh, match. Uh, Shane McMahon, I hear, is getting groomed to move into Vince's spot. I like it. I like Shane. I would love to see what he does, actually. He had some good ideas that I've always heard about the WCW-ECW invasion angle. Shane's got some good stuff here. If the ratings keep falling for Fox, they could pull, pull out of the deal. Hmm. They could. They could. I don't know how much money they recoup from that, though. That's some uh, very specific stuff we would want to hear about. Can Vince decide uh, to outright his hair? (laughs) His error. Uh, No, this ain't no angle. (laughs) Rob, good to have you in here, Rob. Um, Yeah, guys. This was an amazing show, man. I thought we had a lot of fun talking, discussing things. Uh, I like going through the news we will be back next week with the podcast. We are going to give a preview of NXT TakeOver Portland. That show looks fee-effing-nominal, and I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, don't know how long next week's show is going to be. Depends on what else happens probably in the week of pro wrestling. Also, uh, I appreciate everybody who came into the chat tonight. Make sure you show me some love. Don't forget to visit the link tree in the description. Check out our T Public store. Get yourself an everything pro wrestling shirt designed by Rob. Rob puts in his uh, heart and passion into these graphic designs, so make sure you show him some love. Uh, Shane was part of booking the Men's Royal Rumble. I did read that. If so, good stuff, pal. Uh, The ratings are still great for a live Friday night show. Fox is happy so far. Yeah, Friday's just a bad night to be on television, too. You know, I just want to see more of an effort from WWE when it comes to that. So, we've got NXT TakeOver Portland next week. But tomorrow, tomorrow night, we will be talking AEW Dynamite. Uh, We are going to have a stellar lineup here. Uh, I'm trying to remember all of the matches. I know we have an eight-man tag match next week with The Butcher, The Blade. Uh, Bunny will probably be in their corner. With the Lucha Bros taking on the Young Bucks. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Who are Kenny Omega and Paige are the current AEW Tag Team Champions. And let's see here. I'm just trying to find the other matches that we found out about for next week. Uh, Yeah, we just brought up that match. Uh, We may get some more stuff with the Dark Order coming for Christopher Daniels. MJF is going to whip the hell out of Cody Rhodes. So if you have flashbacks of bad report cards, you may not want to watch this. Cody Rhodes did emphasize that this will be uh, TV 14 this week. Uh, Parental discretion advised. I have fear for what they're going to do with this angle. But uh, it's in Alabama. Conrad Thompson will be in the house. Make sure you guys are back here tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the AEW Dynamite Review. Um, If you're watching this after the fact, check it out on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys are enjoying this stuff. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, good time. Always great to discuss wrestling with the EST or EPW. <laughs> Funny, Sean. Uh, Donnie put EPW fire. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie, hopefully you're here for the uh, review tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Floodwater said people give WWE ratings too much stick. Yeah, yeah, they do at times, but the ratings tell a story too, Flood. Um, Friday is a bad night for wrestling. Yes. Uh, you see MJF going back and forth with Dave Lagana. Yes, I did. And his, Dave Lagana's wife commented after he uh, said some pretty nasty stuff about her. MJF, best heel in the business. Uh, solid show for Dynamite. Moxley versus Ortiz, I think, will be a sleeper. Cody uh, lashes are going to be either the main event of or definitely an hour or two of the show. Yeah, man, it's going to be hard to watch, man. But I look forward to this, man. This is going to be a really fun Dynamite show, I hope. Uh, We've got a lot to look forward to. We will be at the AEW Dynamite show in Rochester. I'm not sure what we are doing just yet for uh, a show. I don't know if we're going to be able to go live while we're on the road. We're going to figure something out. But you guys will get our thoughts on a live AEW Dynamite show um also i've got a pretty cool thing i worked on for march already and i think i've got one more i'm gonna bring back some of the old school reviews for you guys so let me know if you guys what you want to see or what you guys want to do but other than that guys this has been everything pro wrestling episode 94 thank you guys so much for joining me we are out for this episode peace